Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello and welcome to the Minter Dialogue Internet Show number 53. In the second of the series, here is an interview with the NetExplode 2013 award winner Matt Stempeck who created Lazy Truth, a system to help us vet the false from the true online. Lazy Truth was one of the top 10 award winners at the NetExpo Forum, which was held on the 14th and 15th of February in Paris at the UNESCO headquarters, where we look at the new technology trends the world over. It's an exciting exposition. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue Internet Show, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, author of TheMindset.com, that's T-H-E-M-Y-N-D-S-E-T, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes on the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to the quick. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue Internet Show. I am at the NetExplo 2013 forum. And uh, it's the end of the coming towards the end of the first day. Uh, last but not least, as they say, uh, we I have in front of me one of the uh, top ten award winners for NetExpo 2013. So, Matt, can you tell us who you are and what is your project? Sure. Uh, my name is Matt Stempeck, and I'm a research assistant, master student at MIT at the Media Lab in a group called Center for Civic Media. Mm-hmm. So we study uh, the future of journalism and social media and social change, and kind of all the overlaps between those. And the project I'm here for today is a, an app we built called Lazy Truth uh, that works with Gmail. And basically when you get the crazy email from your uncle saying that you know, any kind of urban legend or political rumor or even you know, phishing attempts, uh, you click the Lazy Truth button right within Gmail and we bring you a summary of, that, of the debunk of that viral forward mm-hmm. from partners like Snopes and factcheck.org. I see. So essentially, you, you receive the mail. It comes into your inbox. It hasn't been caught by the spam. And then you have to actively – so you have an app that's a, a, a plug-in. And then you, you click on that, and it will tell you yes or no to the, each uh, in, inbox incoming mail? Yes. It will give you a quick summary. It will give you a link to more information, and it will tell you who that summary is from in terms of which content partner are you trusting. I see. All right. And so um, why did this come about? Uh, how, how, tell us about the initial, the initial part of it. Like many of the people I've spoken to since, I had someone in my life forwarding me some, some ridiculous emails. And one particular email was, you know, discrediting climate change. It was a viral forward that she had just passed along. And that's why it doesn't go in spam. It's from a friend, you know. Right. Um, but 
you know, I personally believe that climate change is happening, like many scientists, but I didn't feel like it was my job then to have to go research and summarize the latest findings before right. replying to her. And I knew that there was really high-quality information about this out there, right. but, you know, there's kind of a gap there between when I actually need that information and it existing somewhere on the web. So you, you have uh, you created this relationship with Snopes and, and folks. How hard was that to create? Was that a complicated thing to organize? They've been really supportive. Um, so I, Lazy Truth would not be possible without all of these content partners. A lot of journalists and a lot of fact checkers, um, both political and just urban legend. And all of my partners have been really great about, you know, I'm bringing their content to a new place and they're letting me summarize it. And hopefully I'll be sending traffic their way for the more information links. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really a, a bridge between their site and more users elsewhere. Yeah, so in fact, with, with this application, you can debunk what's coming in. And, and to what extent will you be able to provide the actual truth? Um, In other words, you say, no, that's not true. You know, Slopes has identified that as Codwallop. So can you go back in and and you give them the truth? Yes. Um, We can have a philosophical talk about what is truth. Oh, I'd like to. (laughs) But in this case, in in terms of these viral emails, it's pretty clear that they're they're usually quite wrong. In some cases, they are true, but many of the viral forwards that go around are quite wrong and outright lies in some mm-hmm. cases. Uh, and in that case, I, I'm not too squeamish about saying truth or false. Right, right. <laughs> All right, so are you working with any uh, media partners? Uh, how, how is that w- organized? Are you working with journalists? Uh, is there a relationship that you can develop there? Uh, we're not yet, but I would love to. I know the Washington Post has a fact-checking column, for, for instance. Um, what we do a lot is we summarize long columns into a couple of pithy sentences so that users can get the general sense of it. Right. Um, we're also working with political scientists to research, actually, how misinformation spreads online. And maybe down the road, you know, can we A-B test different types of intervention mm-hmm. and see what works to help, you know, in a delicate way, tell the person who forwarded you this message that the message is incorrect. Mm-hmm. All right, so you got it on Gmail. Yes. Oh, what about the others? Are there any others worthwhile having it in? Yes. Um, Gmail is basically is an open source project, actually, and it's basically just an API that we call to our database. So any number of products could be powered by this. We want to expand to Yahoo, Mail, and Firefox, and ideally down the road, even social networks. Mm-hmm. What's the economic model? <laughs> we are generally funded by the Knight Foundation, which is interested in news apps like this. Um, I do, however, graduate in June, um, at which point we might look for foundational support to build out the social network element of this and build kind of a single credibility layer for the web, uh, a single API of you know, misinformation and verified information. That sounds uh, very exciting. Um, we're in Paris together. It's kind of a muggy gray afternoon, but it, you got a smile on your face. Uh, tell us uh, what it was like to be contacted uh, about this award. Uh, it was pretty exciting. So we've, we've worked on the project for uh, about a year now. Uh, my team at the Media Lab and some friends just giving part-time, some, you know, sweat equity. Uh, and we, we were lucky to receive a fair amount of press, including early on when we just had a prototype in uh, Engadget and New Scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where uh, NetExplo organizers picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, in the time that it took them to judge, we actually mm-hmm. built and finished and launched the app. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got an email around December saying that uh, we were on the short list and that it could include a trip to Paris uh, to come speak here at NetExplo. Um, and at that point, I said, if I don't win, I'm going to be very upset. But uh, <laughs> I was very excited to find out that we had an Indeed one uh, as one of the ten finalists. Um, That's great. Yeah. And uh, tell us about your team. 
So my team is uh, a couple of um, part-time developers, friends of mine, who mm -hmm. really I've, I've leaned on the friendship to help develop this mm -hmm. app, uh, Stephen Fox and Justin Nell. Mm -hmm. And then also a great team at MIT mm -hmm. of some undergraduate, you know, brilliant programmers. Um, we've got uh, David Kim and David King and Tess Wise and Evan Moore all working on the project together uh, with different elements, you know, user experience testing, mm -hmm. the political science arm of it, and the back-end server. Uh, what was the hardest part of making this thing come to, come to life? I think uh, just just working to kind of reverse engineer Gmail was not exactly easy. It took a, it took a while to do that a couple of different ways. All right. 2013, what's in store for us? Uh, for, for everyone or us? No, for you. Okay. Um, like, like I said, we'd love to work with my friend Dan Schultz who had a similar project using natural language processing to look at variations of different factual claims all over the web, on social networks, on web pages, and see if we can use the same database to extend this well beyond just email. And would you consider other languages, or are you going to stick with English? We actually have our first Spanish language viral email in our system now. I would love to translate and reach out to other languages, and especially if they have the same kind of um, you know, pain point in their life that we have in our inbox. Well, Matt, I'm looking forward to hearing you on stage in a, in a little while. Put all the show notes in, of course, all the links. And uh, good luck. And uh, let Lazy Truth uh, win more. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, thanks. Good idea. Thanks for having listened to this recording of the Minter Dialogue radio show. You'll find the show notes on themindset.com, T-H-E-M-Y-N-D-S-E-T, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter. If you like the show, please don't forget to click the handy Facebook like button or tweet it out. And if you speak French, you can find my other French language interviews on minterdial.fr. In the meantime, please come join the conversation at The Mindset or catch me on Twitter at MDIAL. Happy trails. Hello, this is Gary Chachot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.